helping you live well, stay well, while keeping pace with today's rapidly changing healthcare environment. That's Summit Medical Group. And now it's time for SMG Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. Are you suffering from progressive hearing loss and you've wanted to look into treatments? Well, now's your chance to hear about them. My guest is Dr. Jed Quartler. He's board-certified otologist, neurotologist, and director of Summit Medical Group's Ear Specialty Center. Welcome to the show, Dr. Quartler. Let's speak about, first of all, there's so many different new technology in, you know, hearing loss today. Let's first talk about hearing aids. You know, people have been talking about them for years. They've been around for years. Tell us the new technology. What's going on in the world of hearing aids? So the thing that's uh, really changing, uh, or the things that have changed with hearing aids are the size of the hearing aid, the length of time you can wear hearing aids, uh, the digital, uh, the digital, of hearing aids, you know, digital circuitry versus what would have been called analog circuitry. Uh, And uh, I guess the last thing probably would be battery power. You know, batteries have gotten smaller and become more powerful, and so they last longer because clearly hearing aids run on batteries that that need to be changed. Um, The, you know, the, the thing that is probably most interesting, you know, about uh, hearing aids, I think, is is really the range of over which you can now amplify. Uh, it used to be, um, you know, a little bit difficult to uh, fit a patient with hearing aids with certain patterns of hearing loss, very steeply uh, dropping hearing loss in the higher frequency range. And now just that, because of the digital circuitry built in, you can really comfortably uh, help patients with a much wider range of types of hearing loss. And does it increase their ability to hear, or are the sounds now coming in at a different frequency? How do hearing aids actually work? So the simple thing to you know uh, to to visualize about a hearing aid is it is an amplifier. Uh, that's why it's called amplification. Um, hearing aids take in sound. They have a, a a microphone that picks up the sound. Some hearing aids actually have more than one microphone so that you can start to get some uh, both uh, directional sense. Uh, uh, we usually are wanting to hear sounds that are coming from in front of us, and we're usually not wanting to hear sounds that are coming from the side of us or behind us. So with multiple microphones, you can kind of suppress the unwanted sound. Uh, but they have a microphone, and then they have speakers. Now, the thing that's in between the microphone and the speaker is all of the digital manipulation of the sound. So you can suppress certain unwanted sounds. You can boost uh, sounds that, or, or frequencies that you want to hear more or where there perhaps is uh, surviving nerve endings in someone's inner ear or where there's uh, a better ability to discriminate speech. Um, but basically, hearing aids have a speaker and a microphone and then something in between that manipulates the sound. It certainly makes it louder and kind of digitally filters and does something to it. Wow, that's amazing. It really, truly is. Is there such a thing as audiologic rehabilitation? Can you get any hearing back when you've started to lose it? So uh, there are conditions that are are medically treatable that we can uh, do something to to get hearing back uh, when you've started to lose hearing. But for the most part, when you talk about 
auditory rehabilitation. It's learning to maximize what it is that you have, uh, learning to manipulate the listening environment that you're in, because there are going to be you know, better and worse listening environments. I'm, I'm going to be uh, right up front with your listeners. Uh, the biggest complaint patients have when they have hearing loss and when they were a hearing aid w- would be a situation like when they go into a restaurant uh, where there's a lot of background noise. Uh, and that is a challenging environment for someone with hearing loss and for someone who wears hearing aids. Uh, but there are things even there you can do to kind of manipulate the environment. You know, you can sit closer to walls. You can be in places that have less echo uh, that actually uh, at least, uh, you know, not enhance, but certainly uh, improve the ability to hear, better, to hear uh, you know, in, in that setting. That's great advice, Dr. Quartler, because working with elderly patients that I work with, every single one of them I hear complains about restaurants, the din. When yep. they're at parties, their grandchildren all running around, they hear all of this at once. And so you've, you've recommended sitting near a wall because that stops some of the sound cruising around, right? Yep. What else can they do? Um, well, they can make sure that the person they're talking to is looking at them. They can make sure that uh, they can see the person's face that they're talking to. Uh, again, going off to the side where they're in a in in a place that minimizes a lot of the background sound. Uh, you know, those those are just all things that help to enha- en- enhance the ability to communicate when there's hearing loss or when you're using a hearing aid. Well, I think I'm lucky because I have this voice, and so everyone I know with hearing loss always tells me I'm one of the few people because of the lower range of my voice that they can hear without even their hearing aid and so I don't have to hear that beep you know that comes from people when their hearing aids move into the wrong place or they are fiddling with them or the volume speak about the sound bite and some of the devices out there the sound bite what is this a hearing device so sound bite is a fairly new hearing device pretty exciting uh, what uh, it was introduced uh, 2013, probably about a year ago now, though it had been studied in, in Europe uh, previously and, and in smaller uh, study sites around the U.S., uh, but released to the general public in about in mid-2012. Uh, it is for patients with a condition called single-sided deafness. Basically, you hear well out of one ear, and you have no hearing whatsoever in the opposite ear. And those patients uh, might lose hearing from an infection, from a virus, from tumor, from trauma, uh, from acoustic trauma, you know, a loud explosive noise. Uh, What happens when you don't hear out of one side? Imagine drawing a line down the middle of your body uh, and 180 degrees worth of sound information no longer gets to you. Uh, think about sitting at a dinner table where everyone on one side of you, you don't hear them. And so what Soundbite does is create the ability to pick up sound on that deaf side and transmit it through the use of bone conduction, your skull vibrating, to your opposite normal or near-normal hearing ear. Now, it does that through a device you wear in your mouth. It actually uh, is a little, almost like an Invisalign brace or retainer type device that pops in around your back two molars. 
and then wearing a small hearing aid that's the microphone part that picks up the sound and which then transmits it to that in-the-mouth device, uh, you're able to both pick up the sound and then to vibrate the skull. doesn't require any surgery. It's very comfortable. You can eat with the device in your mouth, drink with the device in your mouth. There's really no, no limitation there. Um, and so it's, uh, it, it's, a, it's a neat little fix for patients with that condition that is called single-sided deafness. Wow, and, and you use this device yourself, and tell us about your results for this. So we've uh, been able to fit uh, quite a number of patients you know, with this. They're, the alternative to using SoundBite is with something called a bone-anchored hearing aid, but it requires a small operation to place an implant into the skull uh, to retain the, the hearing uh, vibrator device. Uh, and a lot of patients don't want to have surgery for single-sided deafness. They want something that is uh, uh, removable and, and doesn't involve any kind of surgery. You know, bone conduction is incredibly efficient. So any place that you vibrate the skull and transmitting sound to normal hearing, you essentially have normal hearing. So, so now with a sound bite device or with a bone-anchored hearing device called Baja, you know, someone sitting on that deaf side, you can hear whispering. Uh, so you can function in a... And around a dinner table, you can function at a business meeting. Uh, you can function socially, where you just don't feel so cut off, cut so cut cut off uh, from half the world. Wow, that is really amazing. Now, offer us your best tips and advice. We have about a minute and a half left for hearing loss and the treatments that are out there, and your really best advice for people suffering from hearing loss. Uh, well, I think we covered some of that. I, again, I'm, I'm going to take uh, five seconds and say be careful around noise. That's the number one thing. Yeah, because we uh, really only have about 20 seconds now. Okay. So uh, Q-tips. Don't use Q-tips. You're just pushing the wax in. Wax is really common uh, to block off the hearing. So don't do that. Uh, kinds of medications that have been studied, omega-3s. Uh, something called resveratrol, which is grape skin extract, have been shown to prevent or limit the progression in age-related hearing loss. Um, if you have an infection, go see a doctor. If you think you have hearing loss, go get your hearing tested because there might be identifiable things that can actually be done to treat it. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Jed Quartler. You're listening to SMG Radio. You can find out more information at summitmedicalgroup.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks for listening.